The hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my work, Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 40 on page 390. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my calling. He brought me also out of the horrible pit, out of the mire and clay, and set my feet upon the rock, and ordered my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even a thanksgiving unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that hath set his hope in the Lord, and turn not unto the proud, and to such as go about with lies. O Lord my God, great are the wondrous works which thou hast done, like as be also thy thoughts, which are to usward, and yet there is no man that ordereth them unto thee. If I should declare them and speak of them, they should be more than I am able to express. Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but mine ears hast thou opened. Burnt offering and sacrifice for sin hast thou not required. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me, that I should fulfill thy will, O my God. I am content to do it, yea, thy law is within my heart. I have declared thy righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I will not refrain my lips, O Lord, and that thou knowest. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. My talk hath been of thy truth and of thy salvation. I have not kept back thy loving mercy and truth from the great congregation. Withdraw not thou thy mercy from me, O Lord. Let thy loving kindness and thy truth always preserve me. For innumerable troubles are come about me. My sins have taken such hold upon me that I am not able to look up. Yea, they are more in number than the hairs of my head, and my heart hath failed me. 
O Lord, let it be thy pleasure to deliver me. Make haste, O Lord, to help me. Let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and put to rebuke that wish me evil. Let them be desolate and rewarded with shame that say unto me, Fie upon thee, fie upon thee. Let all those that seek thee be joyful and glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say always, The Lord be praised. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord careth for me. Thou art my helper and redeemer. Make no long tearing, O my God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-first chapter of the book of Second Kings. Manasseh was twelve years old when he became king, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hephzibah, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord, according to the abomination of the nations, whom the Lord had cast out before the children of Israel. For he rebuilt the high places which Hezekiah his father had destroyed. He raised up altars for Baal, and made a wooden image, as Ahab king of Israel had done. And he worshipped all the host of heaven and served them. He also built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, In Jerusalem I will put my name. And he built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. Also he made his son pass through the fire, practiced soothsaying, used witchcraft, and consulted spirits and mediums. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. He even set a carved image of Asherah that he had made, in the house of which the Lord had said to David and to Solomon his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever, and I will not make the feet of Israel wander any more from the land which I gave to their fathers only if they are careful to do according to all that I have commanded them, and according to all the law my servant Moses commanded them. But they paid no attention, and Manasseh seduced them to do more evil than the nations whom the Lord had destroyed before the children of Israel. And the Lord spoke by his servants the prophets, saying, Because Manasseh king of Judah has done these abominations, he has acted more wickedly than all the Amorites who were before him, and has also made Judah sin in his idols. Therefore thus says the Lord God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing such calamity upon Jerusalem and Judah, that whoever hears of it, both his ears will tingle. And I will stretch over Jerusalem the measuring line of Samaria, and the plummet of the house of Ahab. I will walk, wipe Jerusalem as one wipes a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. So I will forsake the remnant of my inheritance, and deliver them into the hand of their enemies. And they shall become victims of plunder to all their enemies, because they have done evil in my sight, and have provoked me to anger since the day their fathers came out of Egypt, even to this day. Moreover, Manasseh shed very much innocent blood, till he had filled Jerusalem from one end to the other, besides his sin by which he made Judah sin, in doing evil in the sight of the Lord. 
Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh, all that he did, and the sin that he committed, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? So Manasseh rested with his fathers, and was buried in the garden of his own house, in the garden of Uzzah. Then his son Ammon reigned in his place. Ammon was twenty-two years old when he became king, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. His mother was Meshulameth, the daughter of Haros of Jotba, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord, as his father Manasseh had done. So he walked in all the ways that his father had walked, and he served the idols that his father had served, and worshipped them. He forsook the Lord God his, of his fathers, and did not walk in the way of the Lord. Then the servants of Ammon conspired against him, and killed the king in his own house. But the people of the land executed all those who had conspired against King Ammon. Then the people of the land made his son Josiah king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Ammon which he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And he was buried in his tomb in the garden of Uzzah. Then Josiah his son reigned in his place. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus asks on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praise and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second epistle of John. The elder to the elect lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not only I, but also all those who have known the truth, because of the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ the Son of the Father, in truth and love. I rejoiced greatly that I have found some of your children walking in truth, as we received commandment from the Father. And now I plead with you, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment to you, but that which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. This is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves, that we do not lose those things we worked for, but that we may receive a full reward. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine, do not receive him into your house, nor greet him. For he who greets him shares in his evil deeds. 
Having many things to write to you, I did not wish to do so with paper and ink, but I hope to come to you and speak face to face, that our joy may be full. The children of your elect sister greet you. Amen. Here ended the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we beseech thee to keep thy household, the church, in continual godliness, that through thy protection it may be free from all adversities, and devoutly given to serve thee in good works, to the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs> o God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Some quick thoughts about today's lessons. We open with with Second Kings, and it, we're slowly getting to the end here, which we won't actually reach before Advent. But here we have Manasseh, who is said to be the most wicked of all the kings. And it's interesting that his father had attempted to tear down all the the places of idol worship of these false gods and here his son who according to rabbinic literature his grandfather is actually isaiah through his mother and here he is re-establishing these things and it it's interesting that you know god is calling him out on and israel out on these things that Israel had a special relationship with God, so much so that he promised them land that was already occupied by these other people. But these other people were engaged in not just false worship of gods, but actually doing very evil and wicked things, including child sacrifice. And so this is why God was willing to displace and destroy these people and give it to his chosen people. And here is Manasseh, who is reestablishing the, the worship of these false gods that have been utterly, their, their people have been utterly destroyed and displaced, and he's actually bringing it back. And he's also bringing in the worship of the stars and the, the things in the sky from Assyria, and he was a uh, a vassal state to the Assyrians. He they he gave them money, and they supported him, and agreed not to destroy them. But they entered into these agreements, and so he brings their worship into the temple. And so he is so wicked that he even sacrifices his son by fire to these false gods. And so as a result, in with, uh, within about four generations, Judah will be carried away into captivity. The northern kingdom has already been captured and taken away by the Assyrians, and now the, the clock is ticking on the southern kingdom. Because of the, the lack of trust in God, this falling away and this wholehearted embrace of these very wicked and vile things and god doesn't have to actually set out to destroy them he knows that left to our own devices we will destroy ourselves left to our own devices all the wickedness and calamity of this world will be visited upon us just as it is on israel that only by his grace was it able to withstand these outside forces. And when he withdraws his hand and allows it to play out, they're getting exactly what they wanted in the beginning by turning to these false gods. And then 
Turning to our New Testament lesson, we have this letter from John to one of the churches, and it's addressed to the elect lady and her children. And we should, it's likely that this is a, he wasn't directly writing to a certain woman in the church. What he's talking about this elect lady is the church itself, and its children is the congregation, the people in it. And this is who he's writing to. And he talks about the Antichrist in this, this, this thing, so it's worth exploring a little bit, is that this, the great heresy that he's talking about here is something that the technical term for it is docetism, where the adherents believe that Jesus Christ did not actually come in the flesh, that it was an illusion, that it was a... Uh, a spiritual body, if you will, that only looked human. It it took on the appearance of humanity, but he wasn't truly human because they, to be charitable to them, they, they had problems with this idea of God suffering. So he only appeared to suffer. But this is, as John rightly notes, this is a major heresy because it leads to all kinds of false teachings. It's an absolute denial of who Jesus is. Jesus is God who became flesh for us, who was willing to endure suffering for us. And when we deny that thing, we start to enter into all kinds of far worse heresies. And a related heresy to this that was plagued the, the early church and in many ways has remained until this day is what we usually call Gnosticism. This idea of Jesus's message to us was a spiritual thing, that, it, that the flesh, the body is somehow evil and bad and we are trapped inside these bodies. We are really just our souls and the physical world is a world of illusion and what we have to do is seek enlightenment by denying ourselves these the things of the body and only concentrate on spiritual things and this is an at its heart a repudiation of everything and who god is god is wants us to be live in this world that everything that he created is good including the body and he sends his only begotten son to us to redeem our bodies as well as our souls to redeem this ensouled existence where we are not just souls trapped in bodies but we are body and souls united in a person a person who because they have a body and soul, they can have a relationship with other people, and especially with God through his son who became flesh for us. And so this is very important to always remember that we are not just floating minds who happen to be temporarily in our bodies because we can see all the errors that that creates, that we can change our bodies willy-nilly, that we are... We can live out a life of the mind and not engage our bodies. Our bodies are the means by which we engage with the world and in the end with God himself. God himself sends his only begotten son 
and feeds us in the Eucharist, which we take through the body. Everything is body and soul united together. Just some thoughts about today's lessons. We continue with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways done unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, and mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. <clears throat> Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy service, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Deacon John. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you. Have a good Friday. Thank you.